Welcome to another episode of Sippin' Saints. As you can hear from the thunderous applause, we are here with a live studio audience. Uh, just kidding. That's a special effect from our producer, Esteban, who uh, may be uh, uh, piping in a little bit today. So you might hear his voice for the first time on the podcast. I'm Zach. I'm here with Lauren. We have kind of a smaller crew today, but we're talking about a really interesting topic. Mm-hmm. We're talking about holiday season. Ooh. Which is uh, a a mixed bag. Esto, uh, do you want to introduce yourself real quick? Anything you would like to say to the audience? Yes. So my name is Esteban. I am the video producer here at New Life Community Church. I, for reasons I cannot say or I can't say, I can't run up to the camera because I have to man the whole podcasting. But I'll be joining in the conversation. Glad to be here. So Esteban is <laughs> multitasking. He's he's equipped for it though. <laughs> Multitasking, yeah. emphasis on the king. We're testing his skills. <laughs> you like that? I, th- I, th- I thought it was clever. Okay, we're talking about holiday <laughs> holiday season today, which um, honestly, holiday season is a mixed bag of all kinds of things. Um, mm. So we don't know where this conversation is exactly going to go. Um, but we feel like it's uh, an important thing to talk about in this time because it can be such a mixed bag. It could be full filled with positive um, emotions and experiences, but there can also be a strange mixture of of negative or more difficult experiences and emotions. Mm. So how do we stay sane? How do we navigate? How do we survive? How do we stay close <laughs> to the heart <laughs> of God in the midst of holiday season? Um, I want to start with this question. We're, we're recording this in, um, in November. It's earlier November. And so, Lauren, I want to ask you, I still want to ask you, uh, at what point is it okay morally <laughs> To to decorate for Christmas and to start listening to Christmas music. What 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 do you do? I feel like those are two different things, you know? I feel like decorating Christmas, like decorating with Christmas things is more intense. It, that's a different level for me, but I feel like listening to music. I I'm one of those people I listen to it right after Halloween. Oh. I listened to it on Halloween because there was that huge snow, smo- snow, you know, snowfall oh, okay. that happened. So that's just me, though. I got a lot of hate for it, but, you know, I'm one of those people, I guess. Yeah, see, this is what happens, though. People decorate for Halloween, and then Thanksgiving is non-existent. But once Halloween is done, fall is done. And then people just chuck up Christmas. And I just, I think that we need to wait till at least the end of November and then December to mid-January is like Christmas. And I don't start listening to Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. Like the day after I'm like, you hear the bells? Are they ringing? You know? And then you play the music. But other than that, I don't, I don't think we should do it before. Then you don't fully embrace fall. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do agree with that. I I feel like too oftentimes, like, like Starbucks, they all together just skip they, skipped they were like, sorry, we don't have no pumpkin nothing anymore. It's yeah. only nutmeg from here on my, out. My theory with that is that they want the pumpkin spice latte to continue to be a hot commodity. Mm. And so if you make it only available mm. for a very short time, that increases the hype so people don't get tired of it. So next year they're like, oh, it's back. I couldn't get enough of it last year. Mm. So it's um, a monopoly, you would say. Capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what about you, Zach? I am definitely one who... Um, my wife and I, we decorate after Thanksgiving. Mm. We decorate the day after Thanksgiving or that weekend. Um, and our reasoning behind it is, you know, no hate for those who, uh, no hate for those who, who do decorate <laughs> for Christmas <laughs> early November. 
Um, I might struggle to love you at times if you're singing <laughs> Mariah Carey, but uh, I think the um, the important thing for us is that we allow each season to be its season. Kind of how you were mm. saying, Lauren, like we don't want to miss out on what fall has to give us, you know, on what fall has to teach us. Yeah. And Christmas is all about, um, you know, snow. I mean, in Chicago, it's all about snowy days and like, you know, different things like that. And, and, and there's a rush to kind of the, um, I don't know, the, the, the idea of getting things with mm. Christmas and even with Thanksgiving, there's a struggle there, right? Cause right after Thanksgiving, we're talking about being thankful. Mm. We're talking about being uh, <laughs> grateful to be with family or what, whatever like has been happening in the year. And then the next day we say, all right, here's the day you've been saving all your money for spend as much as you can on these discounted like items. Um, and which is ironic. It's, it's, it's super <laughs> ironic. Cause on the day you're saying I'm grateful for what I have or what has happened. But now I'm going to stay until 2am waiting mm -hmm. for that new thing. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to put to limits, um, my humanity in order to get new things, you know, like you see those people just like storming into to stores and like trampling over each other. And yeah. Although I feel like that's changed though the past like f like four five years because now yeah. Black Friday starts sometimes even after Halloween. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Actually, that is a good point. It's like like a week out or something. Like Walmart was doing that, where they started it like a few weeks out already. Like they already have the sales online. Yeah, like yeah. the other day, I think like two days ago, I, I got an email and it was just like, Black Friday deals. And I'm like, is there another Black Friday that I don't know about? <laughs> like what? Yeah, <laughs> people are going for it. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. <laughs> and, and you know, um, my statement is also a little, you got to make the point that um, most shopping happens online now mm. as well. Um, so there's not as much of the trampling. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, maybe we should still question like, we're doing that, you know, online, uh, uh, disconnected from each other as we do this kind of thing in a time where we're celebrating connection. Mm. Um, so I think, I think I just think it's like interesting. Anyways, sorry, we got really deep. We were talking about decorations, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's connected to that for 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 my wife and I. It's just like how do we how do we um, help ourselves to be present in the moment when our culture and our society is pushing us towards something that's that's in the future and trying to kind of um, blur the lines between these seasons and rhythms so we just feel like it helps us to have more of more of a, a, a rhythm to our to our year and to our celebration um so how do you, how do you and and your wife sort of um stay within the present when i feel like especially between like halloween and and the new year it's like it's back to back. So you feel like you're always going or you're like always moving to the next thing. It's really hard to like stop and kind of enjoy Thanksgiving Day without thinking like, oh, tomorrow or the next day or, you know, four days from now, it's going to be Christmas shopping and we have to decorate. And how do you just stay present on the day? And then like, how do you do that? Personally? Yeah. Yeah. I think part of it is definitely like staying connected to the to the heart of of this celebration, this like rhythm. So Thanksgiving, like we said, it's about being grateful, being thankful for, you know, what God has placed in our lives and what God has done or what God has like brought us through that we didn't think we we're going to get through or whatever, things like that. The difficult growth that has happened. Hmm. Um, and part of it is also just like, so acknowledging this is, this is our intention for this time of year and being clear about it. 
Um, and then saying like, um, then placing boundaries around that, that allows us to sit in that moment and be present. So, mm. so for example, the decorating, waiting to decorate for Christmas, waiting to listen to Christmas music intentionally, obviously you can't avoid it when you walk into a store or whatever, yeah. but <clears throat> saying, Hey, we're not going to intentionally pursue decorations or Christmas music until after Thanksgiving allows us to give Thanksgiving and fall more broadly as a season. It's time for us to be present within it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those kind of boundaries really help us to do that and to remind us of, of that. Hey, take it slow. Don't rush too much to the next season. See what God has you. What can you learn from the leaves as they're falling, as the trees are shedding, letting go of things in order to um, retain energy and life through a season where there's like cold and not as much warmth that's ready. You know, I feel like Mm. that's, there's a metaphor there for us Mm. to learn from. What does it look like to go through a season to let go of things in order to make it through a season of, of scarcity, um, Mm. or of, of difficult times. So we've learned those lessons through being present. Um, so those boundaries have, have really helped us to, to take it slow and, and to be in the moment. Yeah. That's good. What about you, Esther? Yeah, I would say like in my brain, I've always, uh, I've connected fall and like winter as more contemplative like times of the year for me. I think it is for a lot of people too, but it's made me really reflect like what Zach's saying, the season change and just how you could see it physically makes you think about like, you know, what in my life has like not like died, but like, you know, kind of is coming to an end and what is the new that is coming as well, you know, with like the snow represent like for me, just since it's white, it's always kind of like represent life or like Mm. newness as well, or even like it's water in a different form. So like clean, but it's definitely like one of the things I always think about is like going on walks and just kind of contemplating, reflecting on like, what are the things that I want to like do this coming year? Or like, what do I want to be doing right now? Like, who do I want to be spending time with? And just kind of my brain immediately connects it with just meeting with people one-on-one and just seeing like, hey, how are you doing? You mm-hmm. know, like spending time with them, being intentional, being intentional with family. But oftentimes I think for my own sanity, I've had to separate myself. I'm a hardcore introvert. <laughs> so I've definitely needed those walks to just be apart from family sometimes because the uh, Christmas and holiday season, Thanksgiving could be a bit overwhelming at times as well, you know? So I think kind of gauging that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's how I have like it's helped me be present as well, like Zach was saying. Hmm. That's good. Hmm. Yeah. You have any thoughts on that, Lauren? Um, I tend to be the person that is five steps ahead in my brain. <laughs> and so I think the only thing that really helps me stay present um, <clears throat> in a fast-paced season or plural seasons uh, is to take action, uh, the small actions of reminding myself to kind of stay grounded and stay present. So for Thanksgiving, I'm already thinking like, oh, for Christmas and what am I going to get people and, you know, when and where am I going to get it and all these other things. And the only way for me to kind of remind myself to stay present is to do some sort of like thankfulness or gratitude action or having a conversation with someone about gratitude, like something that would just kind of ground me. But I have to do something. I can't just in my mind say, all right, now we're going to be present because my mind is already 10 steps ahead. So I think uh, doing actions to kind of help myself stay grounded is really helpful during the season. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think also having like traditions is a good, I mean, there are lots of traditions that happen during holiday season, but having like kind of thinking about them and having intentional traditions can Mm. be really helpful to make sure. What was that? I got a question. Okay. What's some traditions like you guys have like around Thanksgiving time? I know one new one that I wanted to incorporate was running the, the turkey run that they do, the turkey trot. Uh, kind of that's like, the one where they would jump into the lake or no i don't know <laughs> i wouldn't want to jump into the lake jumps into the lake i, I take coach showers every morning that's that's about it <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's one new one i think i wanted to start incorporating and actually kind of building community with that like with our young mm. adults group i wanted to ask some of the guys like hey like do you guys want to go for this run and through that like let's start bonding and building mm. something together yeah i think i was thinking about the polar plunge um, that's one where they jump in the lake, but yeah, that's, that's great. So, um, one, one, one kind of like fall Thanksgiving, um, uh, tradition that we have, I mean, a lot of people do this, but the, the like Friendsgiving kind of events that happen a lot this year, um, I'm, uh, a youth leader. So we do that with our youth group, but we also do it with our friends, um, and have a time to realize like, Hey, this is. This is our um, our non-family who has become family. And mm-hmm. these are the people that really we're most grateful for in this time and who have given us this life. Let's celebrate life with them. Mm-hmm. And that's been a really beautiful, um, a really beautiful tradition um, is just gathering with those intentional people you have in your life. Another thing is we do... Um, we do this every year with our youth group, but I think you could also do this. You don't have to be in a youth group or a young adults group to do this, <laughs> but just going to, just going to like a nature preserve, um, and, and walking or running or riding a bike, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever, um, fits your lifestyle. But, um, mm-hmm. just, just being in nature and seeing the way that nature is, is moving through the, through the season, you know, how does this season affect nature? And God's creation and how does that, you are encompassed within that. So, mm. you know, we can get caught up in our concrete and our and our steel and our um, buildings. But getting out into nature, uh, just walking through the woods, walking through a, a, a path and just being in touch with what's going on around me. That's been a really beautiful um, tradition um, for us. One other thing I'll mention, and this is still like a fall kind of thing, but this goes into December as well is um, my wife and I, we're, we're starting these new things this this year is our first time. We've kind of done something similar in the past years, but we are calling them nostalgia nights, um, which is like every, maybe every, maybe twice a month, maybe once a month, we just send out an open invitation to friends and say like, hey, if you're free, come and join us on this night. If not, it's okay. Either way, like she and I will, will do this. We're going to choose a movie from our childhood Oh, fun. Um, and we're just going to play the movie. We'll bring some snacks and we'll just like hang out together, you know, come dress, dress up in your pajamas, like whatever. And we'll just be cozy. Yeah. And, um, victory, my wife and I have done that something similar, just she and I in the past, but we're like, what if we, what if we bring our community into this? So we're really excited about that this year. It's really funny. You That's mentioned fun. that because literally a similar thought of like watching movies, like I think growing up as a kid, and especially like during fall times or winter time when you're inside, I would watch like Spanish channel, but for some reason they would always be playing movies like from the 80s or 90s. And I was just like, dude, so now like I have this nostalgia about it and I associate it with the fall time 
So I've been wanting to do something similar to that as well, but like in a communal sense of involving other people and like, hey, let's start a new tradition or something together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think it's really cool. You guys Mm -hmm. are doing that. Yeah, that's cool. Lauren, you got any traditions? Uh, Well, we gather as a family and um, yeah, holidays are interesting because you could have the same tradition, but when life changes, like your siblings, you know, get married. Like my brother's married. We love you, Katie. And, uh, (laughs) but like those, that changes dynamics. Like your dynamic is always changing. And even as you get older and you're like young adults with your parents, it's very different experience. Um, and so I'm looking forward to this year and the coming years sort of creating new traditions. But growing up, we always, um, did some sort of shopping together, uh, <laughs> and, uh, we just eat good food. We watch nostalgic movies, you know, just kind of get some quality time together. I'd say it would be a simple tradition for Thanksgiving. Christmas is a whole nother set of traditions, um, which we could be here forever talking about, but yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. Um, I was, oh, so did you, did you have any tradition? Oh, you shared the turkey, that yeah, turkey run and that the tur- movie turkey thing. Turkey run and then, yeah, just kind of like doing a communal movie night together. Gotcha. Okay, so you both mentioned, um, you both mentioned family in different ways. Um, you know, this, this time of the year can, can be really difficult because you are coming into contact a lot with family members. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's one, one, one side of things. Another side is it can be a very lonely time for those who don't have people to gather with yeah. um, and feel the, and kind of feel the absence mm-hmm. there. Um, so I think maybe we could go in two directions here. Uh, maybe we treat one in, in, both in turn, but what would you kind of say um, to those who are maybe not looking forward to spending such, so much time with family during this, the, the season and, and the difficulties that that can produce? Um, mm. You know, this, Sometimes conversations can come up around the dinner table, um, politics, religion, <laughs> culture. It could get really heated, yeah. uh, personal life decisions, or just like just energy, right? Uh, so you say you're an introvert. I also am a, a heavily an introvert, and I'm affected by this. But what would you guys say to those who have a difficult time being with family or are navigating maybe new dynamics? What kind of advice would you give them? Um. I I think there's two things that my brain kind of thought of. One is when you have difficult family or when you don't have family and you just find the holidays difficult because you don't have anyone to spend it with. Um, to that one, I was thinking the other day how it's important to not um, necessarily – necessarily like wait around for all these invites to flood in and then when they don't, you're extremely disappointed. But finding – you know, if you love someone and you consider them your friend, ask them, is it okay if I like come over? Is it okay if I join? Could we have a meal together? Could we do a movie night? Just being proactive and, and people do love you. And so asking to, to, you know, participate in a holiday with your friends that you love and they love you. I think that's, that's the best thing to do. Um, for those that have family and they struggle to be with their family, whether that be because they're an introvert or simply because of uh, value differences, belief differences, 
I know a lot of people who struggle to meet with their family during the holidays because they aren't believers. And so it's really difficult for them to come together and, you know, celebrate the meaning of the holiday, whether it be Thanksgiving and gratitude or it's Christmas and we celebrate Jesus and, um, you know, his, his gift of coming to the earth. I think, um, it's hard for me to have experience necessarily in that area. Um, I think no matter what, when you're an adult and you gather as a family, you're going to have moments. (laughs) Like, you know, you disagree. Uh, someone says something and it just rubs you the wrong way. Um, you have like a little argument in the kitchen while you're trying to, you know, you burn yourself trying to get the turkey out, like whatever it is. I think it's just a matter of taking care of your heart in those moments, uh, taking a few moments, like step outside, go to the restroom, like just do some breathing exercises and remember that you have maybe what other people would really wish they did have. And so it's important just to remind yourself of, um, the beauty that's in front of you, even if it's really difficult, um, and valuing what you have and remembering that other people would, you know, pay to have what you have. And, um, yeah, I think, I think there's different variables, but that's probably just the thoughts off the top of my head. That's really good. I think I definitely want to echo like one of the things you said that you said is like, just simply ask or reach out. And this is coming from somebody who has struggled very much. So to like ask people like, you know, cause I think sometimes we can feel, you know, obviously it's a lie, right? We feel inferior or we feel like we're not worthy or just kind of, we don't, ha- we don't value ourselves as much as we should. And just thinking like, man, maybe I'm an inconvenience or something, but it's like, no, like you are loved. You do mm-hmm. belong and knowing that truth, but also too knowing that like, Hey, like don't just like stay there stuck in like kind of your pity or like your, your emotions, but it's like be proactive and definitely step out and just ask because you do belong to like a family and you are loved. I know mm-hmm. it's been my, like, what I've had to do in different stuff. Like, I know I appreciate it when Lauren's family has invited me over, like, last year for Thanksgiving. And then I'll go see my family afterwards. But still, it's, like, knowing that I belong to, like, a tribe mm-hmm. of people and that I have people who care about me makes all the difference. And I loved it, you know, because, like, too, I'm, I feel like I'm a lot closer with you guys sometimes than I am with my actual family. So it makes a world mm-hmm. of a difference. But I think it's definitely a common thing that people struggle with, especially, like, when they feel lonely or, like, or just kind of like, I think we can all relate when we loop the lies in our head of like, Mm -hmm. I don't belong or like, kind of like I'm stuck here. What am I going to do? But it's Mm -hmm. like, take that first step that's uncomfortable and like fight against your feelings. And then you're going to see the fruit of it afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I think the second thing that comes to mind is pacing yourself more so like, especially if like you're an extrovert and you like being around people, but then you find yourself sometimes maybe just being really worn out because it's a lot of extrovertedness or just if you just find yourself tired in general, it's like taking those moments to be by yourself mm. or even being with people that you know don't require like a lot of, for lack of better words, maintenance. Mm. You know, you can just be with, like you don't have to entertain them. You don't have to worry about what they're thinking, but simply we can just sit down and not talk. We can sit down and just watch a movie together or just simply go on a walk and there doesn't have to be any sort of expectation or like, you know, expectation to come out of this interaction where we could just enjoy, simply enjoy each other's company and Mm. nothing huge has to happen. You know, so I think that's been huge for me. And those walks, man, I'm telling you, I love my walks. (laughs) (laughs) These walks have always been really good for me. So I think that's how I've managed to gauge like these holiday seasons for myself. 
Yeah, that's good. I resonate with that a lot. Um, finding those pockets of time. I think this is important, even if you are an extrovert and and enjoy the the, the fast pace of the season. Um, is it still important to find time to to step aside, to rest, to recharge, to reflect? And um, you know, sometimes that means. I remember one time. I have a really good relationship with my wife's family and we spend mostly we've been spending Christmas with them. Um, but I get really tired really quickly and it has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with just the way I am built. And so I will, um, you know, there are times I'll just go into victories in my like guest bedroom and just put headphones on and listen through a whole album and just sit and just like think through it. Or I'll go into the other room and I'll read or I'll watch a movie or I'll go on a walk. And those moments have brought me such life um, in a time where it's been like, oh man, really, really difficult to keep up with everyone else. Um, But you know, it's important. And there there are many things that happen during the holiday season. It's really fast paced. There's lots of stuff going on. And so I think it's really important to, to stay in touch with yourself and to keep taking kind of inventory of like, what am I feeling? What is happening to me? What is happening in me? What is happening around me? And how is that affecting me? What is God trying to kind of like uh, teach me in this season? Or what is he inviting me to in this season? Um, And just being self-aware. Self-aware does not, self-awareness doesn't always come naturally to people, but it's something you can increase in your ability is as, as if you sit down and ask my questions, ask these questions. I'm feeling this strong emotion. What emotion is that? And why am I feeling this way? And what does that emotion have to tell me about what's going on in my heart? Mm. Um, I heard something recently. I'm not, I'm not going to remember exactly. It was quoted in a really like quotable way. I'm not going to remember exactly mm-hmm. the wording. Mm-hmm. But basically it was talking about how emotions don't always tell you the truth about the world, about what's going on around you. Right. Sometimes your emotions can um, you can interpret things wrongly and things like that. But your emotions always tell you true things about what's going on inside of you. And um, and just being aware of that is is really important during the holiday season because holidays are difficult um, as well as happy. And, you know, Christmas, the jingle is it's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> I often wonder if that's true. Um uh, but it's definitely true that there's a whole mixture of things. So being just keeping a pulse on yourself and asking yourself, what am I feeling? What is that telling me about myself? And um, how is this affecting me? Is really good. And, you know, um, you know, we did a, uh, an episode about grief recently. You could go back in the, in the, in the list and, and listen to that. But I think being aware of, of the grief that comes in uh, during Christmas and these holidays is really important. During these times, we can feel a glaring absence of a certain person or a certain relationship, or you can, you know, you're reminded of that argument you had and how you're still not on speaking terms with your brother or sister. And it's important to take the time to grieve those things. Um, mm-hmm. So definitely just be aware of that and, and take, take time for that and realize in the end that Christmas, you know, we focus on these happy things. We focus on the gifts, giving, and all this stuff. But if you read in Scripture the story of Christmas, the story of Christ's birth, God becoming uh, human and entering into this world that is in such a mess. It's all about God entering into the loneliness of human mm-hmm. existence. Mm-hmm. It's all about God entering into suffering and darkness and saying, hey, a light has been born. Mm-hmm. And 
and it's going to it's going to guide you through the darkness, but it's going to be through the darkness. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily going to take you out of it. Yeah. Um, and so that means that sadness, that means grief, that means loneliness, that means fear, that means realizing that the world is messed up is actually right at the heart of the holiday and the reason we celebrate because in the heart of those things, Jesus has entered and has come to say, hey, this is not all that there is. Mm. And I, I think staying close to the heart of that, realizing the light has come into the world, kind of gives us the ability to keep moving through the happy and the hard times yeah. of holiday mm. season. Mm. That's beautiful. Yeah. One thought, I, just as you were saying that, I just kind of picture like the Christmas, se- the Christmas season to be full of uh, facades in our culture. Like we're always mm. like, like smoke and mirrors, you know, like you don't, you go after the shopping, you go after trying to get that good thing, it never satisfies. You go after the relationship, never satisfies. You go after that good family meal, doesn't really satisfy, you know? Um, and I think that what you just said is so spot on, like recognizing and bringing yourself to the very truth of what Christmas is and what it what it's about, the holidays, and why we celebrate. Like celebration is so beautiful and so powerful. It's such a a beautiful thing to do as human beings. And if we remember like the actual reason of Christmas and the power of what Jesus did, it's like all of a sudden you're like, that argument doesn't really matter. You know, like that new PS3, whatever, doesn't really matter. Those things that I was chasing or whatever, like those don't really matter. And the the beauty and the the actual joy, like the essence of joy comes through remembering what, Christmas is actually about and the real reason as to why we celebrate this time. You know, I think it's, yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel pumped up right now. I'm like, <laughs> man, Christmas, it like Jesus literally came to, yeah. I, I mean, that was just like, that's just so beautiful what Jesus did. And like, I have hope now. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm celebrating is that I can have hope. I can have an intimate relationship with Jesus. And I think, yeah, just the world just kind of, smoke and mirrors everything with Christmas. And it's like, man, we just need to remember what, why we're celebrating what we're celebrating. Why is this a, a, a national massive holiday? Like we can't steer far from what the truth, the real reason of the season, the, the pure joy of the season is. So anyway, it's a little blurb, but no, that's, that's just got a little really passion good. for saying, you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. I wanted to go back a little bit to what Zach was saying. It was, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of John Mark McMillan. There's a song that I've been listening to. It's like been on repeat. Is uh, It's called, I think, The Roads, Rocks, and the Weeds. It's talking about nature, but it talks about how I don't have, an- there's a line in there that says, I don't have answers for heartaches and cancers, but I have a savior who suffers them with me. Yeah. And I think too, it really speaks to what you're saying, right? How like God has entered into this world and he's not just a God who's abstract or impersonal, but Jesus is a God who came, mm. suffered as we did, became human, the beauty of that. But also he's one who suffered so that if we are suffering, he's one who understands as well and isn't foreign or away from it, but he's right there in it with you. And in the midst of like the hard times, he can be re- your refuge and your peace. Mm. I think that's been a beauty for me in like the holiday seasons, but just kind of I guess an encouragement to people out there as well in this season relating to what Zach was saying, but definitely I think it alludes to what you were saying, Lauren, right? That like Christ has come and now that is our hope. And that's why we should be having Thanksgiving and celebrating Christmas. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. I To be cheesy, you know, it's like we get caught up in all of the like presents and gift giving, but like the reason for the season, right? We're going to go real cheesy here. We're just going to lean into it. The reason for the season is... <laughs> Hallmark, hire us. <laughs> ready? Is God's presence for you, which is his presence. I wish there was a drum. <laughs> Hold up, wait, but honestly, wait, but that's like so good though. Like, no, seriously, like say that again. It's actually so good. Yeah. What really matters, the reason for the season is God's presence to you, which is God's presence for you. With you. No, God's presence with you. With you, yeah. God's presence with you is God's gift for you. you and um, and what an amazing, beautiful, crazy thing that that is the case. And I just want to um, give a like a recommendation. You know, um, New Life, we're a non-denominational church, which we can get to that another time. But that means we have all kinds of kind of traditions. There are other church traditions that have um, beautiful things that they do that I think we can kind of borrow and, and, and lean on at times. And one of those things is Advent. Hmm. Advent, which is a, the season of Christmas. It's four. It's usually four weeks um, leading up to Christmas. And each week kind of focuses on a different aspect of the story of Christmas or on a different kind of theme. Like typically it's like hope, love, hmm. uh, peace, and joy or, or things like that. Hope, peace, joy, and love. I think they can be switched around. But each week it kind of focus, focuses on a different aspect of what what God has brought into the world through his son. You know, Advent means the arrival or the coming of, of, of someone. Mm. And Advent celebrates and observes the arrival of Jesus into our pain, into our, into our world. And um, so I would recommend like maybe looking into that and, and thinking about how can you be intentional about Number one, being in God's presence, staying connected mm-hmm. to the heart of of this this season, right. um, and what that what what God wants to show you and teach you through you know these weekly rhythms of hope, joy, peace, love, whatever, um, but also to let that lead you into your own presence, your own your own like we were talking about earlier, your own ability to be present with the people around you. God has become present with you has 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 come near to you so that he can give you new life. But mm. then he calls us to turn to the people around us to be present with them and to show them the love that they may not, um, they may not be seeing from other people in this mm. season. You know, you may not be the person who's lonely in this season. You may have a friend that you haven't thought much about who, who is, will be battling loneliness. How can you be present with them? Mm. Um, and realizing that even if you are there in your loneliness, that God sits with you. Um, and you're not fully alone. Um, so the reason for the season is God, God's presence for you and with you. <laughs> nice. Okay. Any, um, any last, any last thoughts, any last words for, for the holiday season? I think that last little bit just summed it up. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got a, a couple more, uh, I think an episode or two coming out, um, through the rest of the year. Um, and then we'll see you in the new year with who knows what's going to happen in that 2024. whole year. 2024. <laughs> so uh, please um, share this podcast with people um, that you think will enjoy it. Leave us a review on the podcast websites, whatever it is, and uh, leave some comments. We would love to hear from you and interact with you. How do you celebrate 
holidays, how do you stay sane and navigate through and stay connected to the Lord? And is there anything you'd like us to uh, talk about and interact with you about? Um, So yeah, for now, um, stay close to the presence of God in this season and don't let the culture take you away from it. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, we'll see you next time. Keep on sipping.